Wait, I feel a burp coming on. <laughs> Bless you. Wow. That was a really good one. Okay. All right. I think we're good. All right. Ready? Yep. I'm ready for this every time. That's so good. <laughs> These accents. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, all right, I invite the night to Welcome to Chiff, the number one teaching podcast for teachers who teach and are saying positive about it. I'm your kindergarten teacher, Mike. And I'm Amanda, your middle school ELA teacher. Wait a minute. Is yeah. it really now? The podcast for teachers who teach, or is it the podcast for teachers who do nothing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh shit! This all right. This is world changing. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, the yeah. I guess we should change it up because we're on officially summer vacay. Um, uh, how did that even happen? I feel like it's not real. I know. I feel like I blinked, and and now I'm doing nothing for the rest of my life, or for it's the next true. two months. I know. Uh, yeah, it should be the intro. Should be the the podcast for teachers who teach and are doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. About. I like yeah. that. Or teachers who do nothing and are positive about it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Positive about doing nothing. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I guess instead of how's work, you could say. How's nothing. How's nothing. Well, yeah. um, nothing's been pretty, been pretty incredible so far. We've been a That's week. Great. Yeah. Um, a week into summer vacation. Yes. And. I gotta say, it feels very similar to remote learning. I'm just not in front of the computer as much. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, I went, got my hair cut, though. Went to the beach. Um, well, I saw my parents, and they were by the beach, so I went and saw them. Uh, haircut was big. That was amazing. I feel free. Yeah. But I will say, I do miss. I used to be able to flip my hair and kind of... I just did it, even though no one could see. I like used a beaver to to, thing? Yeah, like... Like, I used to flip it in the wind, and, and when a nice gust came by, I would feel it kind of flowing, and I would feel it. I've never felt my hair do that before, wow. and it was kind of nice. Like, liberating. But, uh, it was liberating, and I understand, like, the freedom of flipping your hair back. Um, mm. But unfortunately, that those days have gone, and I'm back to my crew cut. You conformed. I have, but at the same time, it's how I used to look, so I'm a little little excited about it. Does it feel like that, like, made the end of quarantine official for you? Oh, that's interesting. Like, we are officially out. It would. I, I've had, had that feeling lately. It, or I guess everyone just, like, going outside and seeing a lot of people not wearing masks and, like, kind of things going back to normal. We're um, in, in New York. York. Yeah, in New York. Yeah. We're in stage, like, two now. Yeah, phase two. Uh, phase two and yeah and people are starting to eat outside which is pretty crazy to see and um you know i went back to long island for the weekend and restaurants were open and seeing people in restaurants uh like for the most part outdoor seating like they have these big you know big outdoor areas um mm-hmm. it was kind of crazy but i just feel like it's too soon i feel like we shouldn't be doing these things yet i know it's it's a little scary yeah so um i still say I, i'm still in my mind like quarantining we're still like you know wiping down packages and wearing our masks out mm-hmm. but um i guess this is it was kind of marked the end of remote learning because remote learning kind of charted my hair growth 
Yeah. Did the kids notice it? I feel like kids notice stuff like that. Um, you know what? I was kind of sad because I didn't for graduation. I still had my my super long ass hair. Um, yeah. and now, of course, I get my hair cut, and we're not doing remote learning anymore, so I didn't even get to see it. Mm, man. So next year in the fall, you lost out. I did. Do you know? Um, who, um sorry. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Do you know who texted me? Who? Um, Lucas. The oh, your student, student from your second grade yes. student. Yes. From yeah. my first solo class ever in life. Yeah. Oh my god, and what's he up to? That's my class that I still keep. Like I keep their picture. Oh yeah. Uh, in all my classrooms. That's the class that I feel like that's my class. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's when you got to break free and, and do stuff your on your own. Yeah, they're special. Um yeah. And he's so cute. He's, like, going to middle school. Yeah, I graduated. Yeah, which is Aww. nuts. And he was just calling to see how I, how I was doing with um, quarantine. Oh, my God, really? Like, yeah. I was like, oh, this That's is so, so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that to him on the phone? Yeah, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was really so- sweet. Yeah. Um. What... Uh, I guess you don't know. Do you know what middle school he's going to? No, we didn't really talk. He just asked, you know, how I was doing. And then he, his mom has like this um, vinyl player and he was showing me that she got a a record. It looked like it was a record. He like sent me a video in the text of the vinyl player. And then next to it was like, it looked like a record, like the cover of a Mm -hmm. record. And it said duty on it. And he was like, duty (laughs) is funny. Uh And then I was like, okay. Um, and then he was like, I'm going to go now. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Bye. <laughs> How's it going? Duty rocks. See ya. <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs> so, but it was so nice to hear from him. That's awesome. So yeah, that, that's really good. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, um, I thought something that we could kind of talk about is, because I've been kind of reading a bunch of articles about this, and a couple of my teacher friends have been talking to me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, since we are... You know, unfortunately, just a few months away <laughs> from school starting. Um, what do you think? Well, I think we could do like what? How would you wish it was like um, going into September? And then maybe we could talk about how realistically it's probably going to be um, <laughs> going like going into. Because here's what I've heard: um, my friend who teaches in a high school, their school is putting up plastic dividers between each desk. Oh. Uh, yeah, and their plan is for the kids to stay in one room the whole day, um, but and the teachers swap rooms. So like, yeah, um, they you know my, my friend teaches Italian. She would just go somewhere else, like and it would be one like all purpose room. That's what they were saying in my school too. Really? Oh, okay. So that's that's, that's a, that they want the kids to to stay. In, can you imagine being a child and having to stay in your oh seat? Oh my god! Yeah. They would. They were saying even lunch, like that the kids would have to have lunch. Yeah, at their would, seats. Like, it would be brought to them, I guess, or I don't yeah. know. Or maybe we would have to go down and get it. I don't know, but yeah. Um, yeah. And we would have to be the ones like switching. Um, yeah, that would be horrible. They also said that they're probably going to do like. Um, half of the class in school and half of the class in, on Zoom. So all the okay. So like everything that happens in the classroom would be I would be on a Zoom call at the same time. 
and like show the kids. Oh, that so are everyone's getting the same lesson just in different areas, yeah. I guess. But then if you think about that, then like whoever's at home on Zoom is going to be on the screen all day. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, where do they get breaks? If, yeah, if everyone's just sitting down in the same room. Yeah. At home, they're going to be doing the same thing. It just sounds horrible across the board to me, to be honest. Like, yeah, it just sounds... none of these plans sound great. In, in my school, they're talking about doing three days on and three days off. Like, three days with the kids in the classroom and two days everyone's at home. And, like, like kindergarten and sec- through second grade would be in school Monday through Wednesday. And then third and fourth would be in school Thursday and Friday. And then we'd alternate remote learning. Which, I've heard I don't know. things like that, too. That they, yeah. that Yeah. But I don't know. I... All of it scares me. Yeah, it's, and it's interesting. I, I was reading, or I saw the um, you know New York uh, DOE, the Department of Education, was uh, public schools were asking parents what they thought they should do. <laughs> like yeah. they're taking, uh, you know, asking parents for a survey, which I thought, I mean, it's it's great, obviously, to get the parents' input. Um, but it just kind of read to me like, oh man, they don't really have a plan either. Yeah. I guess they're, it's really up in the air. Yeah, they have no idea. Um. I will say, I don't know, I'm like a little hopeful. I mean, this is just wishful thinking in September that we can go back. Here's my my ideal situation is that it's remote learning. It's not re- no remote learning, which is mm-hmm. not going to happen, obviously. But this is wishful yeah. thinking. Um, smaller class sizes, because I don't think there's any way they could justify putting 33 kids in a room again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Which is you know, my class this year. I'm sure your classes were big, too. And it, mm-hmm. it's just you know germ central obviously like teachers get sick regardless of corona you know like we're always getting sick anyway um so ideally i would i would hope that they would be able to do uh like i don't know split it like 16 in a room or something which would be amazing and if we are doing this three days on two days off thing whatever um you know if, if if third and fourth grade is not in the building we'll have all those classroom rooms freed up so we'll be able to do smaller classes um and kind of split it but again it will kind of be weird like using those rooms you know a third grade room is not the same as a kindergarten room so yeah. it might be weird um ideally it's i would not want to do remote learning at all obviously i don't think any teacher would want to. no no um no. at all ideally it's just you know smaller class sizes and no remote learning realistically it's probably going to be this three and two thing. All of the dumb things that could All possibly All the dumb happen. things. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, New York, um, I guess for those who don't know, we're, we, we teach in New York, and it's it's looking pretty good, you know, coronavirus-wise, but then again in the fall, you know, cold weather. I, I feel like no, it, no. yeah. I feel like it's going to kick up again. Um, sorry. So, yeah, I don't, I, I'm actually afraid to go back into the classroom. Oh, oh really? Yeah, with Are you all not the feeling kids. that way. Because, I, I didn't even think about that. That's a really good point. <laughs> yeah, because the uh, I don't know just how how infected my that community is with you know where the school is. Just being yeah, in that neighborhood true. makes me nervous. Like you guys got hit pretty hard. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I didn't even think. Like, yeah, I mean, how could they? I mean, if teachers aren't comfortable. One of my friends um, who teaches in another state is like, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do or I don't know how they're going to respond to this, but there's no, she teaches a band. So, you know, (laughs) she's with a ton of kids all the time. Um, She's like, I'm not going back in that classroom or, you know, and I can't do bandwidth 
70, 80 kids at a time or however much it is. Right. Uh, there's no way. So I don't know yeah. what they're going to they're going to respond to that, but I'm not doing it. Um, but yeah, it brings up a good question. Like what, you know, what if your staff feels largely uncomfortable with this? What are you going to do? I mean, and if we get, okay, think about if we're the ones that get sick and we're traveling to each classroom, we're just going to infect all the kids. I was thinking about that one. My, yeah, my friend told me about the keeping the kids stationary. It's like, okay, that's great. But I mean, yeah, you, you still have in a middle school, how many teachers does each kid have? Like what? Eight, seven or eight. Oh, five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's still, you know, a decent amount of people coming in and out. And then you're, and then those people were seeing another 20 kids, you know, each, each time they change classes. Yeah. Right. That's interesting. Have have they mentioned anything about putting those, the plastic like dividers between each desk? No, they haven't. Nope. Those would be weird. I know. It would be so weird. I don't know if it's worse to do that or it is. Or or to be home. That's like, a good point. Yeah. At, at what point does it even not even matter that you're in the same room if you have a plastic divider and you can't put up your own stuff in the room? Like, yeah. Like, which is worse? I feel like it's probably worse to be in the building if you have to sit at your desk and not move yeah. like all day. I would rather be home than. That's, I mean, that, yeah, especially for, I mean, I'm sure for middle schools, it would be terrible, especially for kindergartners, too. Like, you can't put them, you can't have them sit still for more than, like, five minutes, ten minutes, if yeah. you're lucky. And then Liana goes, I mean, Emmy goes to school with me. Yeah. If oh, I'm yeah. in school every day, and let's say they do the rotating schedule, where the kids are not in school every day, what, what am I going to do with her on the day she's not supposed to go in? Yeah, that's true. What happens then? Well, I'm sure I know a lot of parents are probably in your situation, too. Mm-hmm. Damn. Like, if they have to go to work and the kids are in school part-time, like, what is that? Yeah, and then I and I honestly feel like a lot of parents probably won't even want their kid. I mean, I don't know. It's probably a double-edged because a lot of parents just need, you know, if, if they're working, they need some place for the kids to mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's, a lot are probably will be worried, like like you are, about, you know. Yeah. Um, just getting your kids infected too. Yep. Well, I don't know. I don't know either. There's so many unknowns. It's hard. It's hard to say. Yeah, it's very weird. Do you hear this car outside? <laughs> I do. Why does that like happen? A, a motorcycle. Every time. Yeah, I think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. I like to think you're podcasting and riding a chopper at the same time. I That'd might be. Easy. It's possible. That'd be pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something else that we were talking about that we were going to talk about here oh um, yeah so I guess I don't know I guess to wrap that up um, to put it in a positive spin I don't know can we put that in a positive spin (laughs) I guess even if we do even if the kids are in one room I'll say this that it will still be really nice to see the kids like in person and just talk to them True. and hopefully they our administrations will have like obviously realized that this is so completely different and it'll be maybe less focused on like what we're usually focused on the beginning of the year which is just like these routines and stuff and and maybe more of just like mental health check-ins with the kids that's my hope that Uh, would be really great and which kind of ties into the next thing um 
<clears throat> I wanted to talk about, which was uh, kind of like like mental health in the classroom and like. Um, oh yeah, you were saying that thing that you read. Yes. Yeah. I uh, was reading a couple articles from, I mean, Edutopia, um, which is a great website, and uh, We Are Teachers, which is another great website about, um, this was more about little kids, but honestly, I think it could just be about people in general, mm-hmm. um, about managing, like, energy in the classroom. Yeah. Um, and specific, it, it talked about five um, things you could do to help kids, um, you know, like little kids, K, pre-K, first grade, but... Again, this could probably be applied to older kids. Um, help kids kind of manage their energy and their emotions in the classroom. But um, by doing some things that I hadn't normally thought of, um, one of the things the article talked about was managing the light sources in your classroom, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying that those for the fluorescent lights that a lot of schools have, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, those like those beam lights, mm-hmm. um, they give off an artificial light that could stress some kids out or make them more anxious or more um, energetic than maybe they need to be in the day. Um, That's interesting. I mean, I feel that, though. Yeah, me too. I've been feeling that lately, too, working at home. I always turn my lights on um, in the morning because my, you know, my living room has a couple windows, but it's not like, you know, a ton of natural light. Um, This article is saying, you know, like if you're about to do um, maybe an activity on the rug where it's, it's a read aloud and the kids maybe can see the book with just the natural light in the room. Um, mm-hmm. To turn the lights off and really maybe only use the artificial lights when they need it, like at their seat, if there isn't enough natural light coming in from the windows um, or even buying some low, uh, low energy light bulbs that kind of have like that kind of like the Google bulbs that you have. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And you could change the colors to these neutral tones, like these uh, dark blues um, and these like these soft whites, um, which I thought was really such a cool. difference. Yeah, and I was wondering, and, and you had done that before in, in your classroom? I never turned the lights on in my classroom. Really? That's so interesting. Yeah, because I have, I have uh, two walls of windows. And then, oh, nice. so I, I just leave, it's always natural light, and I keep the lights off. And I have a, do you know those, um, those wax diffuser things? Um, um, I don't. So it's, so. so it's like this white thing. And I plug it in, and it has a light. It lets off like this, like this nice soft light. Mm-hmm. And then the heat from the light melts this wax that's oh, on top, yes. sitting in a yeah, 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 you know. And so it smells really nice. Oh, that's great. And that's like the only light in the room. And then I have like twinkle lights around my, um, around one of my bulletin yes. boards. Yeah, the article talked about that too. Yeah, so twinkle lights on the bulletin board, and then the the wax candle thing. And the windows, but everything else, the, the, the overhead lights are always off. And then I always put on, like, really soft music every time a new class is coming in. I like to do that, too. Sometimes I'll put on Disney songs in the morning. <laughs> yeah, do you ever do uh, Disney instrumentals? We were actually listening I to those things. I absolutely do that every morning. Yeah. Um, not every morning. Our classroom was the Disney classroom this year. Like, that was the theme. But yeah. um, for the most part, yeah, I put on, like, a piano um, compilation or something like that of all these Disney songs. It's really um, so it nice. was like relaxing, you know. Yeah, it's uh, helpful to me. Yeah, it's it's funny. I I would always like every morning I would spray. I I've been okay with the lights. Like when we come in from recess, I'll usually because you know they're always amped up. Usually, like lights go off. I try I try to turn the classroom into like an ice box. AC goes on, lights go off. We put on like a yoga video or something yeah. uh, to get them cooled down, which usually yeah. helps. Uh, yes. 
but I was never like explicitly doing it. Um, but now going into next year or one of the things I was excited about next year was kind of like doing the classroom like in this new lighting way um, and not using those overhead ones as much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was a big, uh, like, like you said, things that would help me in the morning. Like I would spray, you know, those Myers, like um, fra- that fragrance brand. They have like candles and soap and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I would always spray some, oh, it's that purple flower that makes it, oh, lavender. Lavender? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd spray that and that was great. And people would always come and be like, man, your room smells really good. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I it makes spray. a difference. It does. It absolutely does. Um. And and uh, this article is also talking about putting uh, a ton of plants in your room because uh, plants naturally like man they, it worded it better but it like broke down the plants like break down something and make the air like a little bit better in your room. There's like air purifier plants. Yeah, um, the the snake plants. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it talked about that and it just kind of brings this nice organic feel to your classroom. It was kind of like all less about like less artificial, more organic stuff, natural light, plants. Um, and it was talking about like you know you could turn that into a thing about like a, an incentive for the kids. Someone gets to water the plants um, mm. during like it's snack or something. Pet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I thought that was so cool. And I like was kicking myself like how have I not thought of that? That's such a great idea. And just like a little like oh you get to be plant helper for the day. Yeah. You know they would love that. So um, nice. Do you remember when you had um uh, well I guess every year when it when it gets to be around like. October and you're like it's almost Christmas <laughs> yeah <And> then... <laughs> I in September I say it's almost Halloween I got them hyped up for two months and then yeah once Halloween hits it's almost Christmas but you put up like um you put the uh the Christmas lights up yeah oh I, I yeah I always decorate the smart board I still have those those lights too I'd use them every year that's yeah. my favorite thing to do turn the lights off put the Christmas lights on Oh. I used to be excited to be in your room when you had the lights up. <laughs> really? It was really, yeah. That's so funny. It's yeah, I, I get I get pumped up for that. And one of my favorite things to do with the kids is to, during snack, um, or like an incentive for the day is like lights helper. Um, mm-hmm. They usually just like help me. Usually I just ask them to like hold tape or I'll pick them up and they, you know, put the lights on and tape it on the smart board. It's so oh. much fun. They always, they always like it. It's one of my favorite things. That's so cool. Yeah. So I love putting up stuff with them. Ambiance uh, is everything. I'm always looking at yeah. that. Like, you know, I follow some teachers on YouTube and stuff, and I get jealous of the ones that work down south and have like the giant classrooms. Oh my god! And they could yeah. get like couches in their classrooms and stuff. You can do I, whatever. Yeah, they want. or like a desk. <laughs> I've never. Had yeah, that. I know. I know. It's nuts. I mean, I actually have a desk now, but I I, I feel your pain. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I, you. Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> took a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Those classes are insane. They're so nice. But yeah, yeah. ambiance is like everything. Yeah, they were saying ambiance. And that was a couple of things. Plants was one, lights. Um, and then another thing it talked about was um, just like, and again, this is more again for the little kids, but like eye contact and tone of voice when you're talking to them. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for like de-escalating, you know, um, high energy situations. Yeah. Um, just like looking, uh, you know, with a lot of kids, especially their first year um, in kindergarten, they'll have separation anxiety and, and be upset they're leaving their parents. Yeah. Um, so this one, uh, one of the teachers who was writing the article was saying that she would just always like look at the kid in the eye and, and kind of explain to them in a low tone, kind of like a relaxing way, like you're going to see your dad later and come up with alternate like, oh, you can. I'll, uh, this has worked for me in the past. I'll usually tell them like, oh, well. 
you know, your uh, mom has to go to work right now, your dad has to go to work, but you can write a letter to them and tell them about all the cool things we're going to do today. And that usually mm. would get them excited about it. And they do it. <laughs> they always... I, I honestly don't, I don't think that you've ever said any word that's not in like a chill tone of voice. <laughs> I mean, whether, whatever Hopefully is not. going on, like you can be mad, you can be happy, you can be, we've had this conversation. Not, yeah. You, you yeah. Can oh, yeah. Be, you, anything, whatever the fuck happens. Mike is like, yeah. I try to be can, calm. You know. <laughs> it's tough sometimes, <laughs> but it's something I, I try to be. And that was like my first year teaching. I was definitely, I mean, I, I was still, I naturally kind of have a low, lower voice. But, um, you know, it's tough to find that, like, that right tone that you want when you're talking to, to kids, you know? Yeah. Um, but I've been trying to find it. And I think I've gotten to a good spot with it. Uh, I think it's with- great. Because especially um, for the kindergarten kids, like, yeah, they need I- somebody, like, steady and chill and, like, who's not freaking out. Because they, they, they really feed off of your energy and your tone and stuff. Yeah. So if you are, like, you know freaking out then they're gonna get nervous they'll think that's normal yeah they'll think it's yeah. like a, yeah it's, mm-hmm. a, it's always tough especially with your voice to go like because once you hit your like highest level it's like okay the kids have seen you you know mm-hmm. at your highest level they know like you can't do more than that and they also know that it's kind of like a meaningless thing to to yell you know like mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything um well i mean i yell sometimes so <laughs> i don't i mean yeah i think i i'm sure every teacher has <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking like the very first day of school the very first day of school <laughs> yeah. seventh grade oh my god those kids needed so much redirection it was yeah. ridiculous they <laughs> got lost in our hallway like the, the the hallway that we're in where all of the middle school teachers are we all share yeah. a hallway and we're all on one floor it's tiny it is so tiny right and mm. the seventh grade had to come to me and they were so busy talking <laughs> and acting up and like climbing each other's backs and trying oh to give each God. other piggyback rides in the hallway that they got lost. What? And didn't know which door to go into. And I, I went into the hallway and I was like, just, <laughs> just look around. Like, can you touch the walls on either side of you? Sure. Right. Eyes. And then yeah. like, look around, look at how small this space is. And then realize that you got lost in this space. <laughs> like, how? That's amazing. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't pay attention. <laughs> like, stop playing the hall. But I was definitely yelling. And um, they talked about that for the entire rest of the year. Really? Like, yeah, they were like, do you remember when you yelled at us for getting lost in the hallway? <laughs> um, yes, I will not forget that. And now, hey, you don't get lost anymore. <laughs> So what do your kids, uh, what did you give them for homework? Uh, for homework, they're using Khan Academy. A most prestigious. Khan Academy is great. Yeah, you've used it before? Liana gives herself Khan Academy assignments. She does? Oh my yeah. god. Oh yeah, she shout out herself... Liana's report card. Ooh. Oh my god, did you see that? It's incredible. It's ridiculous. Um, you know she was complaining because she got a 96 overall average and she wants it to be higher. What, well, me and Chrissy were saying, like, wow, incredible. But then um, it's funny. It was kind of similar to my report card because my lowest grade would always be, like, in gym. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't yeah. try in gym at all. No. <laughs> I hated gym. No, uh, you can't stand gym. 
that's really funny. But that, oh man, such amazing. But yeah. uh, yeah, um, that's where yes. she gives herself. She gives herself Khan Academy she, and and like French lessons on Duolingo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then she has like a book. Uh, Liana, how many books do you want to read this summer? What's your goal? What's your book goal this summer? 16 books for the summer. Oh my God. So, what number are you on now? This week, how many? Two? Two this week. Damn. Yeah. She's been giving herself homework. Yeah, Khan is great. Khan Academy is Yeah, we, um, we normally over the summer will give them like a math booklet to complete um and just like a couple books we send them home with uh gamory for first grade and they have a reading log nothing too uh too crazy and yeah. i think it, it's pretty similar on con just like math assignments and uh, some reading games yeah um my kids got um i mean they got homework from all their teachers but for me they only just got they just got one book report um, okay one nice. book and i chose like books that i thought would be fun like the rising eighth graders are reading um, *The Fall in Our Stars*. Oh, nice! Yeah, they're all reading books like you know, good ones that, yeah, they, yeah. that they would like. Just one, and one book report, and that's it. That's not too bad. I remember having a book report over summer. Did they give you a reading <sighs> list where you had to read like multiple ones, or was it just like one? The one I remember the most was one where we got to choose um, mm-hmm. a book. And mm-hmm. and I chose this like sci-fi book about a video game I was playing, um, but it was a full novel. It was really yeah. good, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the one I remember. I think that was in like sixth or seventh grade, because uh, I remember the project was you had to make a cereal box based mm. on the book you read, which was kind of cool. Like that's and on cool. the, on the back was like the plot summary, and on the side like ingredients were the characters. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it was a neat, it was a cool little project. And I have fun, you know, I like to draw, so I was, I had fun drawing the uh, characters on the, the cover. I really like that. Yeah, it was a cool idea. Um, that's the one I remember. But the others, yeah. I, I've also remember once where they assigned us books, too. Yeah. I, I remember when they um, let me choose, I read Homecoming. I forget the author's name, but I loved the book when I was a kid, and then I tried to read it with Liana, and we both hated it now. So, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. It's not weird but, how that happens. That's what yeah, I really liked it when I read it. It was like in third grade, though. I think, if I remember correctly, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> They're a great taste, evolving. And now, I hate it. Right. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, that is all. Yeah. So, what are your summer plans? Um, I'm going to... Right now... I honestly am trying to think of like what we've been talking. Oh well, so right now we want to go to uh, Letchworth State Park. Have you ever been there? It's like nope. upstate. Mm-mm. Neither have I. Uh, neither neither of uh, me and Chrissy. So we're trying to plan out like a week trip. You know, because we want to go to like mostly naturey places. Because like quarantine wise, that's a pretty right. safe bet. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of want to hit up. Uh, some like cool places upstate like Ithaca has those really nice gorges we're going to check yeah. that out um, yeah. so we're probably going to rent a car and just for a week kind of cruise upstate um, and That's check nice. out Letchworth and maybe see her friend who lives uh, in Syracuse so nothing like too insane but uh, so are you going to like get an Airbnb and stuff and stay yeah yeah nice. yeah we're working through that now it's probably going to be a month from now towards the end of July we'll do it cool Cool beans. 
It's the coolest of beans. Yes. Um, Do you have any ideas for your summer uh, vacay plans? Well, I'm out of (laughs) here. You're just leaving? Well, (laughs) you know, it is hard because uh, social distancing and, like, even if they, like, let's say they open the park, like, the the playground by my house. I don't want to take my kids there. Yeah. Um, Because I feel like kids, like, lick stuff and what I just don't want. (laughs) Kids kids like a lot. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't want to... I just don't want to do that. Um, we did yeah. go to the beach, which I feel like is safe. But yeah, and like Everyone the backyard, and yeah, yeah, we're probably gonna go. We're probably gonna do some like road trips upstate too. But nice. Um, but I'm I am I am going to hold on to my Puerto Rico trip until yeah. the bitter end. If they say, like, if the numbers go up, I have until a week before to cancel it. <laughs> did you say that August. on the podcast or tell the podcast that you're doing Puerto Rico? I don't think so. Oh, I guess everyone really? knows secrets. Well, now they know. Now they know. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going in August yeah. for my birthday. Yeah, it's um, gonna be sick. Yeah. Uh, so that—that's the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to, and hopefully, yeah. like, I don't have to cancel it. But thankfully, everything is like refundable, just in case. You know what I mean? Oh, that's great. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Now that they're, uh, you know, they've been doing that policy hopefully for a while. Yeah. Um, but that's great. So some exciting stuff. Yeah, trying to make the best of a, uh, you know this nonsense but (laughs) you know at least like if we were to just be shutting down the way that other states are when it started to get hot i would be really pissed off oh my god Um, the fact that we're opening back up and we can at least do like outdoor dining like that's major shout out Um, new york yeah thank you (laughs) um yeah so that the fact that we can uh we can go out and enjoy some stuff yeah yeah, um, I think that's a pretty positive note to end it on. Feel yeah. good? You right. know what, though? I'm yeah. going to say something. Sorry, you can cut this part something out if you want negative. to. Something negative. If we... <laughs> <laughs> um, if I... Uh, now I forgot what I was going to say. What was I going to say? <laughs> it was about Puerto Rico. It was about... Um... Oh, it's just that I'm really looking forward to going, but it's at the end of the summer. So, like, once it's done, like, school starts. Oh my god, yeah, that's true. <laughs> do you do that? You ever like plan a trip like right before you get back? I then... remember last year or a couple of years, I would always like uh, there would be like a concert usually around the last day of summer vacation. Yeah. So I do that, but then it would kind of suck because like the night I'd be like, uh, I gotta go back. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's fine. I'm excited. Yeah. Regardless. It'll be great. It's gonna be Liddy. <laughs> oh, also, I did an interview with a friend of mine, Tony Ortiz. Oh my god, yeah, we gotta plug that. From um, Sp- the Spun Today with Tony Ortiz podcast, which you guys yeah. must check out. It is amazing. And uh, we did an interview about um, my career, where we spanned all the way from like college and my internships and my magazine uh, work, and then teaching and we talk about ch and oh, yeah. all the great things. And it's a really, I had so much fun doing it. And his podcast is amazing. So yeah. check that out. Oh, it's ch- Spun Today with Spun Tony Today. Um, Spun Today on, you can find it on Spotify, all the podcasts. Apple, places, everywhere. Right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, check yeah. that out. Um, otherwise, you're a bad person and you heard it exactly. here first. And, sorry, <laughs> that's just how it works. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. 
Yeah, October. Um, so June. Yeah, by the time this podcast is up, it, it'll it'll definitely be out. So oh, check yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, it'll be out uh, tomorrow, our time, but your time, it is already out. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I can't wait to listen to that. Um, and that's going to be, I, that's it for us as well. Um, thank you again for listening to another incredible episode of Ch, the number one teaching podcast for teachers who teach. Who do nothing. Oh, shit. Number one <laughs> podcast for teachers who teach and do nothing. No, for um, teachers who do nothing and are staying positive about it. Oh, I like that. All right. Mm-hmm. I got to remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, check us out on Instagram, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Check out Amanda on Spun Today. And we hope you're having a great, happy, healthy summer. Um, do something crazy. Do something you've never done before. Try yeah. uh, With a mask on. Try it wearing chess. Maybe do that. That'll be fun. Or I'm do Khan do Academy. Do Khan Academy. Yeah, give yourself. Be more like Liana. <laughs> give yourself some work. <laughs> um, <laughs> as always, stay positive. Or else.